0: There is no royal road to the multiplication table. It must be learned by heart. This is a fact which faces every teacher of elementary arithmetic and which each must prepare for in the best way possible. These words were spoken by Irene Stevens, the head of the mathematics department for Charlotte Mason's school. The term royal road means an easy path, one free from any difficulty. So, how do we prepare the learning of multiplication tables in the best way possible? As always, Charlotte Mason had a plan. Hello, I'm Rochelle Babordina. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. Today, we're going to take a look at Charlotte's approach to learning the multiplication tables and when to advance to the next table or a new concept. You probably won't be surprised to hear that Charlotte's approach to multiplication facts and written tables is distinctive. This is no kill and drill. Rather, her best way possible allows a child to discover patterns, investigate how numbers behave and relate with each other, while also advancing certain ideas, such as multiplication as repeated addition or division as the complement of multiplication. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you might want to take a look at the video which is linked in the show notes so that you can see what I'm talking about. We begin with the idea of multiplication as repeated addition. You will need a slate or dry erase board or gridded paper for yourself as well as a slate for each child. Your child will also be using his coin bag full of pennies and dimes. To begin, we will reinforce multiplication as repeated addition through simple, interesting problems using coins and other concrete objects. You will be writing on the slate until you instruct your child to do so. We begin with very simple questions where knowing the multiplication table isn't necessary. Begin by saying, John had two cents, and a friend gave him two cents more. How many cents had he then? Your child will already be able to answer four cents. Now write on the board, two plus two equals four. Now ask, how many times do we have two cents? Your child will see that it is written two times. Ask, if three children had two cents each, how much had they all together? Six cents comes the answer. Write on the board, two plus two plus two equals six. Ask, how many times do we have two cents? Three times. Say, Macy bought four candies at four cents a piece. How much did they cost altogether? 16 cents. Write on the board, four plus four plus four plus four equals 16. Ask your child, how many times do we have four cents? Four times. Next, say, you bought five apples at seven cents a piece. How much did they cost altogether? Thirty-five cents. Write on the board, seven plus seven plus seven plus seven plus seven equals thirty-five. Ask, how many times do we have seven cents? Five times. Say, Jack saved five cents every day for three days. How much did he save in total? Fifteen cents. Write on the board, five plus five plus five equals fifteen. Again ask, how many times do we have five cents? Three times. Next, we introduce our child to the times symbol. Begin by stating, We can write this in a shorter way. Let's take a look at a problem we've done before. Say, you bought five gumballs at two cents a piece. How much did they cost altogether? 10 cents or one dime. Write on the board, two plus two plus two plus two plus two equals 10. Ask again, how many times do we have two cents? Five times. Explain now. We can write it this way. 2 times 5 equals 10. Point to, or circle, the symbol x and 5. Tell your child that the symbol means multiplied by 5. That is, each of the quantities is to be taken 5 times, so that 2 times 5 means 5 twos. Explain this sign is read multiplied by and means the first is to be multiplied by the second. So 2 times 5 equals 10 shows that 2 multiplied by 5 equals 10. Also explain the multiplication sign may also be read as times. 2 times 5 shows Two is taken five times. So four times three would mean four multiplied by three equals 12, or four times three, or four taken three times. Now have your child write and work a few sums on his slate using the multiplication sign. Then have him read the entire multiplication sentence. If four children had five cents each, how much had they all together? Gumballs cost two cents. How much must you pay for six gumballs? Three girls have three ribbons each. How many ribbons have they all together? Now, your child may word these in different ways. As long as the wording and answer are correct, it doesn't have to specifically match the wording that I'm going to say. Five times four equals 20. Or your child might say, five cents taken four times equals 20 cents. Two multiplied by six equals 12, or 2 taken 6 times equals 12. 3 times 3 equals 9, or 3 multiplied by 3 equals 9. Now let's take a look at how to construct a multiplication table using concrete objects. I'm using coins. Step 1, construct the table. Remember that concrete objects are used to explore ideas, prove facts, and build a comfort level working with a concept. Children progress naturally from working in the concrete to mental images to more abstract work, but each child will progress at her own rate. To solidify understanding, you and your child will make a simple multiplication table using concrete objects in order to see its rationale before creating the written tables. Charlotte Mason tells us, the child may learn the multiplication table and do a subtraction sum without any insight into the rationale of either. He may even become a good arithmetician applying rules aptly without seeing the reason of them. But arithmetic becomes an elementary mathematical training only in so far as the reason why of every process is clear to the child. Say. Let's take our coins and make a multiplication table for two. We'll make 10 rows of coins with two coins in each row. Let your student read down the columns of coins and answer as you guide him. Two and two are four, and two are six, and two are eight, and two are 10, and two are 12, and 2 are 14, and 2 are 16, and 2 are 18, and 2 are 20. Now ask questions that cover the lines of the table out of order, such as How many 2's are in 16? 8. Remark, so it is right to say 2 times 8 equals 16. If a paper clip costs 2 cents each, how much would six paper clips cost? Twelve cents. Two times four equals. Now allow your child enough time to look at the coins and answer. Two times three equals. Two times seven equals. How many twos in fourteen? How many twos in six? How many twos in eighteen? What is two taken eight times? Two taken two times. Now you are going to help your child construct a written multiplication table. The way we do this will act as a tool to understanding the rationale behind the table. Again, you will want your slate and gridded math notebook. These will both be used in the horizontal position. We will be taking each number here up to times 10, but you can decide if you'd like your child to learn up to times 12, which comes in handy when working with measures. Here is a finished multiplication table for two. A multiplication table in a Charlotte Mason math lesson is formatted like several vertical equations in a row, rather than a grid such as you might have learned in elementary school. Notice that the multiplier is written smaller than the multiplicand in order to focus attention on the main number of this particular table. Now let's look at the step-by-step process for writing a multiplication table. You will make the first table for your child to see. Write down the numeral two on the horizontal slate or graph paper, leaving room both above and below. Ask, how many twos have we? The child answers one. Now write a small one above the two. Ask, one two is how many? The child answers two. Now you will write a two below the first two. Next, write another two beside the first one. That's the middle row. Point to the middle line and ask, How many twos have we? The child will see two twos. Write a small two above that second two. Ask, how much is two twos? The child answers four, and you'll write four underneath the second two. Now add a third two to the middle line. Say something like, Having three twos, or two three times, we now have how many altogether? And the child will answer six. Remember, if at any time this is not clear, get out objects such as pennies or beans to show it in the concrete. Continue in the same way until the whole table is written. Step two. Have the child say it through and write it. Once the entire multiplication table for two is constructed, give your child a few minutes to look at it and try to visualize it in his head. This will remind you a lot of picture study, where a child looks at a painting until it hangs in the gallery of his mind. Then have him say it through several times. One, two is two, Two twos are four, three twos are six, four twos are eight, etc. Do you notice how the learning of the multiplication tables somewhat resembles picture study? Erase a few numbers and ask your child to fill them in. Have your child say the table through again. Now erase different numbers and allow him to fill the table in again. Then have him repeat the table aloud once more. Have the child write the table in his gridded math notebook turned in a horizontal position for ease in referral and as an aid in committing it to memory. As he writes his table, be sure he pays attention to neatness and keeping the proper place value with one number per grid square. Step 3. Practice with table work until learned. The next step is to give your child a variety of questions. Give only as many as you are able in the time allotted. Questions may be spread out over a few days, and he may refer to his written table until it is learned by heart. For example, three twos are How much is two taken five times? Two taken seven times is How many twos in 12? How many twos in 16? Note here how questions such as these serve as an introduction to division, while also showing division as the complement of multiplication. How much do seven marbles cost at two cents each? Each duck had two ducklings. If there are three ducks, how many ducklings are there? Find the cost of two gummy bears at 8 cents each. How many $2 pizza slices am I able to buy with $12? How many twos make eight? Two times four is... How many twos in 14? Each multiplication table will be learned by heart using the same steps, with the work being steady and deliberate. In Charlotte's schools, tables through six were learned the second year of lessons, our grade two, and tables seven through 10, or seven through 12, were taken the following year, our grade three. Be sure to work with the table in a variety of ways, not merely having your child parrot it in consecutive order. Here is a simple outline of the steps you will follow. As your student progresses, you may determine if any steps may be omitted. Step 1. Construct the table. Step 2. Say the table and write it. Step 3. Practice with table work and review previous tables until learned. Step 4. Work with larger multiplication for that table. This is oftentimes done with coins. Keep in mind that lessons should last no longer than 20 minutes at this state, including five minutes given to mental math at some point in the lesson. This oral review may include addition, subtraction, and multiplication covered so far. At this point, your child may have moved past the need to create a table using concrete objects. If so, she might construct a table with dots or hash marks on graph paper before advancing to making the written table. Or she may proceed directly to the construction of the written table. It's going to be up to you whether to include this concrete activity as future tables are learned. Some students may need to see the concept only once. Others may benefit from repeating the activity for each table studied. Remember, the use or disuse of manipulatives should never cause worry or anxiety, so feel free to put them away or get them back out as needed. If your child needs more work with a particular table, allow plenty of practice using both the written table including the steps laid out for visualization of the table, and mental work. The variety of questions, together with the experimental work of multiplying the current number being worked on with larger numbers, before moving to the next table, can help ensure lessons remain interesting. A few other ways to solidify multiplication facts are mental math. If you've heard our podcast on mental math, you'll remember a distinguishing characteristic of Charlotte Mason math is the five minutes of scheduled mental arithmetic each day. Since arithmetic lessons are still mainly oral at this stage and require mental work, this activity is somewhat set apart by giving questions in a rapid, lively fashion to fix attention while promoting a child's promptness and concentration. While the child is learning her tables, multiplication can be part of the time set aside for mental math, but you'll also want to include a variety of different questions to keep it interesting. For example, questions that involve more than one operation, such as, Charlotte picked eight tulips, she gave five away, then picked three more, how many has she now? Number Sentence Cards Before a lesson begins, pull out a card or two for additional practice of previously learned tables. If you unexpectedly need to attend to something else for a few minutes, give your child the selected cards so she may continue working on her own without interruption. She should complete the number sentences using manipulatives if needed, and write her answers on a dry erase board or in her math notebook. If your lesson wasn't interrupted, feel free to use them for the pure number part of your mental math. Let's talk about your child's progress and when to advance. Each child is unique and no book can determine the amount of time or exact number of equations needed for your child to gain complete fluency with her multiplication facts. In general, tables through six are taken in second year and seven through ten or twelve are taken in the third year. But we always want to progress at a pace that ensures each step is taken on solid ground. Your child might move a bit more quickly through certain tables, like the twos table and the fives table, but take longer with others. This is perfectly normal. Consistency in daily table work, mental math, and using the number sentence cards are keys to progress. When a child no longer needs to use her written table, she's ready to advance to the next table. Your child's progress should always be measured against herself only. We've probably all heard the quote, comparison is the thief of joy. Take care not to compare your child's progress in learning her math facts to that of her sibling, neighbor, cousin, etc., or measure her progress against arbitrary standards that don't take the uniqueness of every child into consideration. These types of comparisons can severely undermine a child's confidence. Even children who grasp math concepts quickly and seem to have an innate sense of numbers might take more time to learn their tables. We don't want our children to become frustrated, bored, or lose confidence in her abilities. If you followed the steps laid out here using concrete and written table work, and you are convinced your child has spent a good amount of time on a table, you may move on to the next table or concept while continuing to have daily consistent math lessons that include the important time of mental math review. In conclusion, this is a foundational time for your child. Give her plenty of opportunity to investigate, discover patterns, and make connections with each table. Advance to the next table when the child has mastered the table while providing the important time of mental math and review of tables learned to help the facts become fully internalized and help build speed. Again, there is no royal road to learning the multiplication tables. It does take effort. Don't give up too soon. But if your student has worked sufficiently with the table, but still hasn't learned it by heart, continue to the next concept while providing that daily mental math that includes a good amount of work with multiplication facts. These methods prepare the child to learn the facts in the best way possible, and provide the groundwork necessary as she progresses to more advanced arithmetic.